Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at waaf.com. Today's weather brought to you by findmassmoney.com. Sunny and the temperature is going to get to 69 for a high. It is 56 right now here in scenic, secure Brighton, Massachusetts. You may have money waiting to be claimed at findmassmoney.com. Go to findmassmoney.com and plug in your name and hometown and find out instantly if you're on the list. Findmassmoney.com, fast, easy, and free. You're listening to Ask an Attorney. Our every uh, couple of months or every couple of days during a month segment with Larry the Lawyer the official in-house counsel here on the Hillman Morning Show, and this is Nate. Hello, Nate. Hi. Hey, uh, say hi to Larry. Hi, Larry. What's up? Hey, Nate. Well, I got a question. Uh, my friend's parents just uh, unfortunately died, and he's going to be uh, the executor of the estate. Uh, he's been having some uh, someone else help him, and they have uh, they're going to they're going to rent the house out. But there's like three junk cars there that don't even run, and there's like a big forty foot camper trailer. Now they said they had to be listed as an asset. I mean, do, do they have to be listed as an asset, or can we just get rid of them? So if he's the executor, he should be able to just get rid of them, transfer it into cash, and then bring it to well, the to the. He's estate? not the executor yet. They said it could take up to a year. Oh, who's telling him that? Uh, whatever lawyer he's uh, going to see. That's news to me, but I'm, I'm not going to say another lawyer's wrong. <laughs> but it shouldn't take that long? But it, I don't, it doesn't no. take that long for okay. me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, my only other option is 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Yeah, you know, have yeah. them come tow those puppies yes. out yeah. of there yeah. and get yourself a, yeah. a charitable donation for your estate. Yeah. Um, that, okay, yeah, because they, they said that we couldn't get rid of them because they're technically still in his parents' name. So that they couldn't get signed over because he's where, not the I mean, but where they, let's, listen, the, everybody that's telling you this is probably right. But if if there's if this guy is the if both of the parents passed away is that what you said? Yes, that's really sucks. I'm sorry for your friend. Yeah. Is he the only kid, or is there other kids, other heirs? Uh, well, he's he's the only kid that's uh, above eighteen. Oh man, that sucks. Mm-hmm. You know what? This um, is probably a more detailed conversation, Greg. But yeah. It doesn't take a year to somebody to get appointed an executor of an okay. estate. So um, you should. Find- I just don't know what's going on here. That uh, it's not normal. Okay, but something abnormal. Uh, well, actually, the Greg Hill had a had a fun, uh, fundraiser for him a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Uh, for yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, I don't want to get into who it is. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Hang on for a moment, and we'll have Larry reach out to you afterwards. Yeah, we'll grab a right, number and, and and hook these guys up. Um, I'd appreciate that. No right. worries. Happy to help. Um, yeah. Uh, what do we call that in the business? Pro pro bono. Pro bono. We call that just uh, being a good guy. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> I know it's hard to believe that lawyers can actually be mm. decent people, but <laughs> every once uh, in a while, Greg. Uh, here's a text. After a divorce, how does a child pick which parent they want to live with full time? And are there any 
legal issues involved in that. Whichever one's more fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the yeah. least amount of rules uh, and the most uh, fun, right? Uh, no. But the the court does the court have any say in that or the So child? it depends on how old the child is. Yeah. But I will tell you this, you know, it's you don't let kids make those kinds of decisions typically. Mm-hmm. Those are decisions that are best made with parents. Mm-hmm. I think putting your child in the middle of a custody dispute and having them pick between one parent and the other is one of the worst things that a parent can do. Um, and typically the reasons for doing it aren't the most wholesome reasons, Greg. You yeah. know, typically it's to stop paying the amount of money that they have to pay. Not saying this is the case in this particular one, but yeah. I, I just I, I cringe when people put their kids in the position to make those choices and pick. Mm-hmm. Um, 774 text, we are closing on a house today and applied for a mortgage to finance the down payment. We were told by our real estate broker that it was all set. Then she called yesterday, 24 hours before the closing, and told us that the financing for the down payment was denied, Ah. but the rest was approved. We were told over and over that it was all set. Do we have any legal recourse when it comes to the real estate broker? So typically you can't borrow a down payment. Um, which is kind of odd, unless you're doing a 100% loan to value, which doesn't really exist anymore. The best I've seen is a 3% down payment with an FHA loan, Greg. So I don't I don't know what happened here, but that doesn't sound like something that normally goes on in the lending industry. Um, they would you, have to have something in writing from the broker that, yeah, that I mean, where she said they were all set on the mortgage. Uh, yeah, but if it's the realtor, the real estate broker versus yeah. the mortgage broker, I don't, yeah. I don't know. They should have been dealing with the... They would have had a bank to have been, or somebody. You they, would think. they would have had to because they have to get documents and such. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but listen, if they have a letter that says, "Hey, you're approved, uh, unequivocally approved, with no conditions," you probably have a cause of action. Okay. But your your damages are going to be, you know, what are they going to be? The loss of what you've paid, maybe, or not having that specific house could no. be. It could be interesting. Um, can you be charged with a DUI if you are sleeping it off in your car? If the keys are within that car, yes. If the uh, car is running, yes. Okay. So if the car is off and your keys are in the ignition, you're getting charged. If the car is off and the keys are in your center console, easily accessible, you're getting charged. What if what? you're in the passenger seat? Uh, that's a little bit more interesting. Uh-huh. My advice is throw the keys on the roof. Uh, well, oh, yeah? Lock the doors. Uh, so call what? it a day. But then you wake, when the cop comes, Greg, you do that. You grab that Tennessee whiskey and you just start <laughs> <laughs> I don't think officer. I, mean, I don't know what you you scared me so bad I got drunk. <laughs> oh, you do that right in front of him. Exactly. Oh, oh, I I never would have thought of that. Well, you're not <laughs> a you're not a high skilled <laughs> barrister from right. Boston, are you? <laughs> um. Well, it seems like if you throw the keys on the roof and then you wake up hungover, you're going to have absolutely right. no idea where, where your are my keys? keys are. Yeah, but right. see, you yeah. just ruined it. Because we were going to be giggling in a week from now knowing that somebody actually listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg. <laughs> uh, let's see here. You can text with your question. The text line is 97107, or you can call 617-764-9223. What about the keys in the pocket? The texter wants to know. Yeah, that's accessible. You're going uh, to jail. Okay, so no. How about this? Here's a great, great novel approach to this. Yeah. Just don't drink and drive. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Call an Uber. Uh, uh, Uber. Yeah. Uh, Uber, if you want uh, the French version. Uh, yeah. Hello, JC. Hey there. How are we doing today? What's going on, man? Nothing much, brother. Um, so I have a friend who she recently got hired, um, received an offer letter with the set salary for the year. Yep. There, you know, everything's all signed and everything, and the 
rumors started going around the office of, of how much she was making. Yep. Um, so now the employer wants to um, cut her salary down like um, almost $10,000 for the year um, because of these rumors. Um, and she's, I think she's now well past her 90-day period. Hmm. I was wondering if she can, you know, if, if that's a breach of, the, of that. That's a legal binding contract, isn't it, that offer letter? Yeah, I mean, the offer letter may not be unless both parties signed it, but it could be construed as a legally binding contract. Um, you know, if there's no legally binding contract in writing, Greg, then, you know, they can probably change your salary. But, you know, more interesting than that is why would anybody in the company know what this person is making? Sounds like right, an so HR what, violation right there. You were correct. So what happened was... Thank you. Her, <laughs> I got something yeah. right. <laughs> It was one of the managers that has recently left the, the company spewed that information. Hmm. So the person left and then shared that information with the other ones. I don't know if she was disgruntled or whatever. And now, you know, and then that just spread around the office. And now the other employees are complaining about how much my friend's making. It's, I think it's ridiculous. Like, well, it is ridiculous because other people should be worried about how they can make more and do a better job versus hating on somebody that is doing a better job that's making more. All right. So what would you um, advise her to do? If she's got a contract, I would tell her, you know, she should talk to an attorney before she goes in uh, because somebody needs to look at that contract. So the first thing I would tell her is contact an attorney, have somebody look okay. at that offer letter, make the determination that it is a binding contract and that her salary is set for a set period of time. Then I would okay. go into the office. You know, you go in without that knowledge and without having a professional look at it, you know, she could end up she could end up unemployed. Right, right. Okay. Right. Thanks a lot, guys. My employer recently changed from eight hour days to ten hour days. On holidays, we still only get paid eight hours. Is that legal? So if you're an hourly wage earner, anything over eight hours a day is time and a half. And holidays are time and a half from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. Yeah. Are you working uh Ten hours still a f ten hour a day like still a forty hour work week or are you working know. a fifty hour work week would that matter? It could matter. Yeah, I mean overtime is anything over forty hours in a week, right? Yeah, and it's I, anything over eight hours a day typically. Is it as well. is, is it is for daily as well? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, let's but see. you could be an exempt employee, Greg. So if you're an exempt employee under the IRS definitions, management, for example, you could work 15 hours a day and you don't get any overtime. Mm -hmm. um, this is Dave. Hey, Dave. Good morning, Greg. Thank you for taking my call. Thank, um, thank you. My situation is a little all over the place, so I'm going to try and make it as clear as possible. Okay. I was hired by the one company. That one company, um, I was there for a year and I got injured. Um, a couple months after my injury, they decided they didn't want the company anymore, and they sold it back to the original owner. Mm -hmm. two, uh, two years later, I went for surgery, had my uh, foot fixed. The company that was the previous owner when I originally got injured, are they responsible for my uh, lost wages while I was out? The, the company that the company is the one that's responsible for your lost wages while you're out and I assume that if your injury I assume your injury happened on the job it did yeah so this is going to fall into the their workers comp policy that they have and the new company inherited the new correct. new company inherited that obligation 100% correct Greg okay so then it's on the it's on the new company Dave but it's really the old company it's just yeah, new it's, owners it's just new owners right okay so okay well, the, if it's not okay, uh, Greg, we'll help you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's the deal, Dave? 
You good? Okay. No, I'm not. I'm confused because it, it was actually there's a couple companies involved. The company that originally hired me bought the company previous to me being hired. After I got injured, they sold the company back to the original owner. Yeah. And went on their own way. Yeah. But so, so listen, our point is the company that you were working for, what was the name of that? Or Company A, let's call company it, okay? A, yeah. Company, company A, A had two owners or three owners, whoever it was. Company A sold to another owner. So it's still Company A, but just new ownership, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so the company, it's the same company. They're still responsible. They assume still responsible. that responsibility when they buy the company. When, they, correct. when they sold it back, that became you their buy all the assets, liabilities, and, yes. and okay. uh, you inherit the good and the bad. What's that? When I went out on injury, I went on to the previous company's uh, workman's comp. Yeah, yeah. That's where your claim would be. Yep. Okay. Yeah, with that with that insurance company. Correct. Yeah. Um, Full circle, Greg. Yeah. Um, a coworker. This is seven eight one text. A coworker was recently disciplined after a female in the office filed a sexual harassment claim against him, but he was not fired. He's now back at work. And they still have to work closely together. Could the company be liable for not terminating him? Uh, you know, typically, Greg, it comes down to their uh, sexual harassment policy, which mm -hmm. most companies do have this day and age. Uh, so if they're following their policy, uh, I would imagine they're not going to be liable. But, you know, if the guy is uh, like a serial harasser and they know that, you know, maybe they'll be liable. But, you know, it'd be nice to know what the guy did and what the company did in return. Mm-hmm. Greg is a serial harasser because he was giving Stan a hard time about eating oatmeal earlier. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. That's not sexual. It's food harassment. Cereal and, and by harassment. the way, oatmeal is oh, not oh, cereal. cereal. Oh, Danielle, that's very good. Oh, I missed you. that. I missed that. Is, that. Uh, that's you understand it's not cereal. It's oats. Oatmeal's not. Yeah, it's oats. It's hot but cereal. still, yeah. it works. It not works. like the hot German <laughs> potato salad. That's code. <laughs> a little hot German <laughs> potato salad on your chin. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Dan. Hey, good morning, gentlemen, hey. and Danielle. Hi. Um, so, quick question. An insur my insurance company, I've had no issues with them. They sent a the guy to my house to look at my heating and electrical. Um, the guy noted that I had a Great Dane upon arrival, uh, and now is saying that's going to affect my insurance. Um, I just feel a little duped because I verified that they were just coming to look at heating and electrical. I was a little hesitant to let him in, but, um, you know, they said they were just coming to look at that. So. Huh. Now they're saying my insurance is going to go up because I have a dog. Because you have um, a dog. Huh. Yeah, that happened to me. I had a German Shepherd that I didn't tell him about. What? Yeah. Insurance? Isn't that insurance fraud? No. Oh, no, because, <laughs> you know. No. You forgot? You yeah, forgot well, to tell him? I just forgot, yeah, Greg. You forgot. Yeah. And, and okay. of course, then they found out and canceled my policy. <laughs> so what I did is I showed him that my dog was trained. So uh -oh. I showed him that he had obedience okay. training, and then they brought me back on. Okay. I'm surprised the Great Dane is on the list of dogs. I didn't realize that Great Dane was a... So is the insurance company worried about a claim against the dog, dog biting a dog biting somebody? Okay, dog that's why. Okay. And Great Danes so, are so lazy. It's ridiculous. Are. That's what I'm that saying. Like, I can understand a Shepherd or a Pitbull or a Rottweiler or yeah. a Doberman. Yeah. But, but uh, that, Dane. Dane. I mean, Scooby-Doo. Who's afraid of Scooby-Doo? <laughs> <laughs> Quick shout-out to my dog, Tucker. <laughs> what up, what up Tucker? Tucker? Who's a good boy? <laughs> Did you just say, what's up, Pecker? Who's a good boy? No, I said, what up, Tucker, Tucker. Larry? Get oh, yours out of the gutter. <laughs> so, um, if you have a dog, you should alert your insurance company so that you could get a payment, uh, you could get a claim settled. Because if, if you if you haven't informed them that, then that could be an issue. If yeah, they're going to have a reservation of rights, Greg. You so are correct. If dog bites man, then that could be an issue.
Yeah. Do they do they judge on the kind of dog like rock? hundred uh, percent, really. Yeah. So yeah. it would be they higher if you had. Yeah. A lot of like, them yeah. won't insure uh, so-called dangerous breeds. Uh, like I have a Dobie, right. so I had to go through like three or four companies. I wound up with AIG, who's kind of like a whatever. We won't ask. We'll just deal with it if something comes up. Type policy. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of insurance companies won't insure Dobies, Shepherds, Rottweilers, like at any at pits, anything like that. Uh, what if you have a large? White wolf asking for a friend who should have been king. Good question. <laughs> okay, good question. Uh, hello, hello, Mark. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Mark? Um, I had a question for Larry. I had my truck recently done at a chain famous uh, brake and muffler company. Yeah, had it towed there. It's unregistered and uninsured. Um, had to get new brakes, new rotors, new cal, but new pads, new rotors, new calipers. Like I thought. They gave me a song and dance saying that the, the calipers were fine. Pick it up, get it back to the house, do a little test back and forth, drive. And they're grinding like nothing had ever been done. There's a big clunking coming from the front. So I got it back to them. They told me it wasn't the brakes, that it was a U-joint problem. So I brought it to another company, the local mechanic where I'm from. And they told me that there's nothing wrong with the U-joint. They didn't even, re- they lost two bolts in the front brake on the right, didn't attach them, and never bled the calipers in the back, so the rotors heated up really really hot and caused the uh, burning and uh, more damage to the brakes. So I mm-hmm. had to pay 516 with them. So I'm wondering if I call the corporate company, if they would give me the full refund, and if not, if I can press on legally about it. I would go back to the place that you were at with the with some kind of a statement from the mechanic that fixed it and say, hey, guys, look, you know, nothing for nothing, but you owe me this money. You guys screwed this up a little bit. You didn't do this. Just give me a check, and I'll be on my way. And if they don't, you know, you have two choices. Number one, you can have a lawyer send the 93A letter. That's that consumer protection letter that we have in Massachusetts that if you're successful under that and you can prove that they're being unfair and deceptive to you, you can get triple damages and attorney's fees. Sometimes that, for a $500-something claim, will, will get you a check. And if that doesn't work, your best bet is to go to small claims court. Here's a 508 text. It's going to be a doozy. And you sue someone who has your trademark tra- tattooed on them. Oh, Great Good question. question. Of course, yeah. I don't know the answer, right? <laughs> but I mean, if I, I would think maybe only if they're using it for commercial purposes, right? right? So I, I don't think you can sue somebody for having their trademark on you because, I mean, how many people have the Celtics logos. or the right. you know, yeah. sports team logos yeah. or you know, Coca-Cola on their body yeah. or something like yeah. that? I've never Budweiser. seen that. Uh, yeah. it, it, doesn't ma- it doesn't mean that they, they can't be sued, but yeah. I think that Danielle's inclination that you know, needs to be used in a commercial manner mm-hmm. and in violation of that trademark is probably holding true. What if your tattoo says the pack survives and that is a and that is a Game of Thrones spoiler is, that you that is, you had tattooed on you last summer and nobody, gonna, and nobody that, figured it out. Is that going to be your tramp stamp? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, speaking of Coca-Cola, new Coke is being brought back for a limited time yes. by the Coca-Cola company. Now, this is their biggest, maybe one of the biggest... Flops, uh, flops in the history in, of in American the, in corporations. The, in the history of in the history uh, of American I, companies. I disagree. Uh, it's it's ri- one of the greatest marketing victories of Ever. all time. <laughs> so you have a classic, right? Yep. Yeah. That's not selling as well. Right. So you say we're going to stop making that and make this stuff that stinks. Junk. Right. 
and people go to it and they're like, oh no, I like the, I appreciate the classic much better. Right. So and conspiracy th theory, you think they did new Coke on purpose? Yes. yes. I've yes. never heard anybody say something so ridiculous. Like, oh, but is it? Sales. <laughs> Look at the sales. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're bringing it back because of Stranger Things 3, correct? Correct, because Stranger Things 3, the season is set in 1985, which is the same year that New Coke made its debut. So they're going to bring it back for a limited time, even though it was a flop. Um, I don't know. We, we actually have a little sound from a Bill Cosby commercial, if you want to play it real quick. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I was, I mean, from I, 1985. That, that might trigger some people, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> the incredible has happened. The impossible has become a reality. Coke actually tastes better than ever before. Yes. Coke has a new taste, and I'm standing here with this ice-cold, thirst-quenching, deliciously satisfying Coca-Cola, and it actually tastes better. Now, you know me, I always loved Coke for years and years. I like this Coke better. The new taste of Coca-Cola, better than ever before. Coke is it. What's the, his favorite flavor was the the uh, Rufy's uh, version? GHB. I you know, um, can't really taste them with the new Coke. Think New Coke was that bad? Uh, if Not well, nearly which, as good as a classic. Which did you like better, New Coke or Crystal Pepsi? Oh, I was a fan of Crystal Pepsi. Really? Uh, yes, I was, and I was also a fan of Tab. Back a when hab. I back, before yeah. I get before I gave up soda, which yep. I gave up ten years ago, completely gave it up. Only good thing I've ever done giving up Vice things. Uh, I was a fan of Tab. Now, uh, because you're cheap, did you drink Mr. Pibb? Or uh, no, that was Dr. Pepper. No, 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 Dr. Dr. Pepper knockoff. But if you tell me Moxie and milk, I'm going to puke. So, oh a lot of people God. can't oh stand Moxie. That's but, like Laverne uh, on crack. So you, you you couldn't stand new Coke? No, I didn't like it. Really? No. Shoot I don't I, I don't like regular Coke anyway. I no, only no. like Diet Coke. Not because oh, oh, of the calories. Yeah. I just like the cancer-causing like, ingredients. You like the taste of Diet Coke only? You don't like regular Coke? Regular Coke is too sweet. Diet Coke has that nice bite to it. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I could go for a can yeah. right now. Um, all right, this is... We're a little off track, Greg. Uh, we are. This is James. <laughs> Hello, James. Hi, good morning, guys. What's up, James? Uh, not bad, not bad. Just today on a sunny day. What? What's your question? Um, I got a question um, for uh, disabilities. Um, I'm a vet, um, a combat vet. Uh, I got out. I got to end up getting a service dog. I started working for this company. It was a copier printer. Uh, company making deliveries for your Xerox machines, printers, mm -hmm. toner, and all that stuff. Um, about six months in, they started giving me a hard time, and they wanted me to leave the dog and my service dog in the car while I make these deliveries because whatever company would be disrupted by this dog. Okay. Uh, this is a black lab. Best you breed ever. Yeah, <laughs> you could walk him over, walk over him, not walk on him, walk yeah. over him, and you know he wouldn't move. So, are you asking? Are you asking if they have the right to do that? Uh, well, yes. Okay. And if there's any course of action I should take. Okay. Important thank you, clarif thank, thank you for your service. I and he had thank a clarification. Yes. I have qu quick clarification: Is it a service dog or an emotional support dog? Service dog. Okay, service so dog. it's trained to perform a specific task. Then it's covered under the Americans with Disabilities right. Act, and they cannot stop you from using that dog. They cannot stop you from bringing that dog to work. Can't even stop you from flying with that dog, right? right. Um, if it was an emotional support dog, they're supposed to accommodate you. Uh huh. But they, if it's if there's a harm to the employer that they can show, then they don't need to necessarily let the uh, the emotional support dog in, which is where my young associate Danielle was going with that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, uh, well done. Uh, Thank you. What if it is uh, an emotional support rabbit? 
asking for an influencer, an Instagram influencer <laughs> friend. Uh, that's uh, everybody should have one of those. Yes, <laughs> yes. Don't you right. agree? Uh huh. Well, good work today, Larry. Well, it's not me. It's it's uh, your uh, listeners, Greg. Great questions, mm-hmm. always. Always, always, always great questions during Ask an Attorney with uh, Larry Army Jr. And you can he's got uh, offices in Boston and in Worcester. Go to armyandroach.com. That's armyandroach.com. Armyandroach.com or Larry Army Jr. ESQ on Twitter. Any big plans for the Memorial Day weekend? I, I you know, I'm not going with you. Yeah, unfortunately, that would have been that would have been the first uh, choice to go yeah. to Fugazi, whatever it is, whatever it is. But yeah. you know, I'm actually going to Indiana for the Indianapolis 500. Oh, you are? Wow. Yes, bucket oh, list right. item. Oh, yes. Nice. yes. Oh, that's on your bucket list sporting event wise? Yeah. 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 I mean, right. it's a cool little track there, the yeah. Brickyard, yeah. to see that kind of race. Oh, I think it's going to be a, a great time. All right. Well, enjoy that. I will. We'll see you uh, in another couple of weeks. I look forward to it. And we'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, a frequent caller to this program is apparently upset. Uh, single Twitter Vicky is on the phone. Yes. <laughs> good morning. Hi. Good morning. What's, uh, what's happening? What, what is this I'm hearing about an annoying caller bracket? Uh, we're doing, we're, we were talking about doing somewhat facetiously the most hated caller bracket with Scott from Weymouth and... A Bish was recommended, and uh, Jonathan, and Ron, and uh, Mike Shu brought up that you should probably be in there. <laughs> oh, well, 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 thank you. You um, got it, baby. Aside from, aside from Shu and an ex who's listening right now and wants his stuff back, I find me to be extremely likable. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, you provoke a, a, a varied reaction. When you're oh, home. I love you, Vicky. <laughs> yes, I love you too, Danielle. You know that. Yeah. But, Mike, I think I provoke a reaction mostly in men because they're not strong enough to handle me. But oh. the way I see this bracket is either way, whether I lose the contest or I win, I'm pretty much a millennial because I win either way. There's that's, no losing. Yeah, yet. that's true. Yeah, there's no mm. losing. Yeah, you must be like there. superhero strength because you've had one boyfriend in what five years? <laughs> um, no, the sad part is I've had several in the last five years, and okay. I'm and here I am again. Oh. So no, <laughs> they're my kryptonite. You see, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't think we'll. Do, I mean, I don't know if we have enough hated callers to do the bracket anyway. I mean, we're only up small to, We're only up to like ten. Yeah. You know, but um, all right. There's single Twitter Vicky. Stanley Stizgrimey is here, our assistant producer and the vice president of social media, with an update on Stanley's poll this morning. And Stan surprised me this morning with the news, according to a recent survey, that a majority of parents believe that their child ought to begin training for the career that they want to have at the age of five and a half. Um, and that's your poll question this morning, correct? That is, Greg. A new survey found the average parent wants to start preparing their kid for a career when they're five and a half years old. And we asked, is that too young? Uh, our Twitter audience, 84% say yes. 
And Instagram's pretty much the same with 85%. But like I said, that still means 15% of people are saying, no, that's not too young. Right. They want a kid to be ready to go to work and enter the workforce Mm -hmm. when they're five and a half years old. Who cares about playing outside or Ah, uh, (laughs) getting on the jungle Ah, gym or the trampoline or any Mm -hmm. of that. Can you uh, still go on the jungle gym? Isn't that a massive hazard? They're all made of of Nerf now. That's a good point. Mm. That's a great point. Actually, that's not even a joke. Most of the grounds at playgrounds now are like Nerf. Right, yeah. Yeah. So if the kid falls, you're right. Uh, Uh Although Uh we got, you know, like it's on Facebook as well and here's a comment that says it's absolutely never too early to learn about responsibility and accountability. And learn a profession. So it's very, never too early. Wait, wait, it's never too early to learn a profession. That's what they're saying. That's well, what some people what, are saying. I, a skill, yeah. maybe. Oh, right? Uh, uh, what? Like no, a, no, 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 no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like you're you know, talking about somebody who's still eating crayons. <laughs> right? They're not. They're not. They're not. I'm not. I still eat crayons. They're not learning. They're, they're not learning a skill at I'm, five and a half years old. I'm not talking about being a mechanic or I anything know. like that. I mean, that's I'm it. talking about a, making scrambled eggs or said, you know something <laughs> simple. You know, no, I, you're listen. If you need somebody to help you wipe. You're not ready to prepare for what your career is going to be. Okay? Wiping is a skill. I, I, I know a lot of grown men that still can't do that. <laughs> well, that's why uh, that's why you must adopt the adult wipes. Yes. Uh, All the plumbers are going to text in very upset. I don't mm. care. Anybody who's not using, I've, this has been well documented on the show for 10 years. When I first learned of it from the former New England Patriot Larry Izzo. Uh, one must use adult wipes. Toilet paper, useless. You must use adult wipes. Ooh, yes. I'm going to have to try that. That seems like a good life hack. Wet yeah, wipes? It's, oh, it's, oh, it's a great... Yeah, wet wipes. Ooh, adult wet wipes. I like yeah, that. Go for it. Uh, yeah. Obscure reference, Big Daddy, the adorable kid. But I wipe my own. <laughs> Greg doesn't like Adam Sandler movies, and if you want to stay on this show, you better stop making oh, references. Oh, Big Daddy's in it. Come on, we got to make an exception for Big Daddy. Yeah. He's got a couple good ones. There's a couple gems in there. Speaking of that, somebody DM'd me the uh, promo... From the Ellen Show, and it says, um, "At Tom Hanks yep. is a national treasure, uh-huh. and he's and he's here tomorrow." Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, who else is what? calling Tom Hanks a national treasure? Us. I mean, he's America. A national treasure. I mean, America yeah, loves uh, Tom <laughs> Hanks. You ever seen the guy get mad about anything? No. Only time he ever yelled was "There's no crying in baseball," and like once in the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> That's it. Otherwise, he's like even Robert Loja dancing on a keyboard. Uh, he did yell at Wilson. <laughs> well, he yelled about Wilson. He was trying to get him back. It was his only companion. Uh, let's see. This is Mike. Hello, Mike. Morning, Greg. What's up, Mike? You know, I'm very upset with my parents. When I was five, I wanted to be a Ghostbuster. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> you know, they didn't help you with that. Yeah. No, she didn't. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. Thank you, Stiz. You're welcome, guys. Stanley Stiz Grimey. On the show tomorrow, I am giving away tickets for game one of the Stanley Cup Finals, which is Monday night. So be listening tomorrow morning during the 7 o'clock hour. Also, Stow 5 and we'll go inside the warped female brain tomorrow. Um, I do want to mention again that... Uh, I offer sincere thanks to the Boston Bruins for choosing the Greg Hill Foundation uh, Foundation to be 
a co-beneficiary of the raffle that they are doing for tickets for game one. So if you go to BruinsRaffles.org, that's BruinsRaffles.org, the Bruins are raffling off a pair of tickets for game one in a luxury suite, and proceeds will be shared by the Bruins Charitable Foundation and the Greg Hill Foundation. So I think we're going to... I think we'll make a lot of money on this. I think so. Um, and uh, tickets are—it's ten bucks for two tickets, right? Yeah. So you can—you yeah. can—it's it, like—it's like doing the fifty-fifty raffle. The more tickets you buy, the the cheaper it is per ticket, yeah, so you yeah. can get a whole bunch for not too much dough. All right. So do that. Um, Bob Swoop Sweeney was on earlier, telling us that they're going to pick the winner on Monday. So you ought to—you uh, ought to get in on that when you go to Bruins Raffles dot. Org. Correct. Did you see that Jeopardy James won again last night, the twenty fourth consecutive win? Uh, no, I didn't see that. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm, I don't have in. Uh, how how much has he won now? What's the, he what's has the number? So at? far, won one million eight hundred sixty seven thousand one hundred forty two dollars. Wow! His last victory last night was eighty six thousand nine oh five. Yeah, well, that's pretty good. Jeez, that was, that's amazing. That is. Awesome. He's still not. He hasn't won as much as Ken, right? Because uh, Ken's the all-time. No, he's the, I don't think he's, he's broken that so. yet. He's a big, Ken, is, Ken is the big winner. Yeah. A little confusing for Ben Car- uh, Ben Carson, our Housing and Urban Development Secretary. Um, he got a real estate term mixed up with a cookie. Happened yesterday during a House Financial Services Committee hearing. Uh, <laughs> and a congresswoman by the name of Katie Porter was asking him about differences in REO rates. Okay, R-E- which is R-E-O rates? R-E-O rates, yeah. which stands for real estate owned. Okay? okay. And he was a little confused by what she meant. Okay. As you look it up, I'd also like you to get back to me, if you don't mind, to explain the disparity in REO rates. Do you know what an REO is? An Oreo? R. No, not an Oreo. An R-E-O. R-E-O. Real estate. What's the O stand for? E-organization. Owned. Real estate owned. That's what happens when a property goes to foreclosure. We call it an R-E-O. Shouldn't the housing secretary know that? Ben Carson is a little odd. I mean, it sounds like they're they're giving someone a drunk test. Doesn't it? The cookie. Uh, I love Oreos. I mean, yeah, don't get I mean, me wrong, but... I think Ben Carson probably likes the double stuffed. No no offense. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I would... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Is he supposed to know? I guess he's supposed to know what the... He should know what the term is. Well, head of housing, housing and urban development. Yeah, yes. HUD. I Maybe mean, he should. You'd yes. think he probably. Yeah. I wonder what he thought of the Game of Thrones series finale. Oh. We've, heard, we've heard from Elizabeth Warren and yes. AOC... Because they're huge fans. Right. Maybe we'll hear from Ben Carson. So did you see Game of Thrones last night? I did. I'm, I'm sad. I'm disappointed about it. I was just really meh. I yeah. feel like it, we were getting so close to having this ending with just women running the world. Exactly. And, and then, then the last crazy. two episodes, right. it's like, oh, they're too emotional. Yeah, exactly. Can't do the that. The end. It's like, oh, this was written I, by so men. I was even willing at the end to make a quick allegiance shift mm-hmm. when Danny mm-hmm. went nuts. Right, right. So I was over to Sansa. Yeah. I was like, team yes. Sansa, I will redo my shirts. Totally. The whole thing. Totally. And yet Sansa, who already is queen of the North, thank you very much. Right, right. 
she walks away saying, and I'll still be Queen of the North. I know. I was Come on, Sansa, go for the big ones. I, I was disappointed. We need to get some feminist analysis up in HBO. Can we have go for the big one in next month's intro, please? <laughs> go for the, did you did you get to watch the actual video of this, Greg? No. It's so uncomfortable because it's just so, it's the two of them sitting there. It's like inside the actor's studio with James Lipton. And the two of them are just kind of sitting there looking at each other, throwing their hands up, looking all over the place. <laughs> it's just, God, I wonder um, how many takes that took. I, <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't know. You're into the whole uh, equal rights thing. Uh, yeah, but I don't do think you, I don't think we do you, need to you, put a woman you, on the throne just because it's 2019. Uh, were you bothered by that? No, no, no. You can have Augusta. You can have a guy on the throne. It's fine. I'm not offended. So you don't care if you you don't think that HBO really effed up because there wasn't a woman uh, who was the. The hero. You shouldn't put a woman in a job that she's not qualified for. You shouldn't put a man in a job he's not qualified for. You should put the best person for that job in that seat, but you should pay them the same amount regardless of what they have between their legs. That's my philosophy. Yeah. Best person for the job, pay them equal for the same job, for doing the same work. Oh, but no. I don't think you need to just be like, well, um, we've had this many male rulers in Game of Thrones or this many, however many male rulers wherever. So, um, we're just going to put a woman in now just because I think I mean, it's ridiculous. Mother of Dragons was doing great till she got all emotional at work. That was a real, that was a real problem. I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, again, I understand AOC. Very upset because it wasn't a woman that ended up on the the, the throne, the yeah. Iron Throne, or the melted Iron Throne, or whatever. But as someone who only watched the first season, wouldn't you say that Game of Thrones really had a, a lot of powerful women in the mm. cast? Hello, Arya. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, yeah. I I mean, she saved civilization from the Night King. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, how much better does it get than that? Apparently, AOC and Senator Warren don't like people with disabilities, like Bron the Broken. See? I mean, uh, that's not cool. Uh, I mean, oh. <laughs> no, it's a guy with disabilities. So it say, he has a penis, so it's persona say, non grata. Yeah, and you can't say broken. You can't say Bran the Broken? No. Bran the uh, physically, physically challenged. challenged. Right. Yeah. Bran, Bran the PC. <laughs> Literally. Um, you were talking about your love of Diet Coke earlier. Yes. A texter wanted to know if you prefer Diet Coke in the bottle or in the can. I'm going to uh, say, I'm going to put this disclaimer ahead being, of time that you're not allowed to reuse this, but being, I will give being, you a very clear oh, answer to this. I prefer it in the can. I hear uh, a lot of people say that they think Coke or Diet Coke is best in the bottle. What? Yeah, I no. agree. The glass bottle or the plastic bottle? The glass bottle. Glass bottle is yeah. very, very what good. What about the fountain? Uh, fountain is good, but it depends on where you go. Fast right. food fountain, Burger King has hands down the best Diet Coke I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yep. But some um, fountains you don't like? So, no. Uh, Honest Taqueria also has a very good Diet Coke. Whatever their bricks is, whatever the, the soda to syrup ratio mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Syrup, yeah. I guess I say syrup. syrup. That was your question earlier. Yeah. Um, it's got like, I, I like that little bit of bite to a Diet Coke. I like the fizz. I like the bite. I don't like sodas that are overly sweet. Like, 
I'll drink a Fanta whatever flavor like once every 10 years, maybe. Just feel like... Fanta I grape. Had, yeah, I haven't had a grape soda in 100 years. I haven't <laughs> had an orange soda in a while, and then I open it and I get diabetes, and I'm like, oh, that's why. Can someone hand me my teeth that just fell out? <laughs> but yeah, diet... diet. I mean, it's... So the glass bottle... So would you... If you had to go in order, glass bottle one or fountain one? Can. Can is, can can is the universally gl- number one for me, and it has to be very cold. Yeah. Do you ever squeeze a lemon into never. your into your diet? I, Coke? Do. I never understood that. I do into my regular Coke. That's awesome. See, my mouth is watering because I haven't consumed mm-hmm. soda in so long. Oh. Now my mouth is watering. You so, can what's treat your yourself? What's your opinion? Glass bottle. Glass bottle by far. Really? Like classic Coke and a glass bottle is with one the, of the with best, the real sugar, the Mexican Coke. One of the best things ever. Fount, mm. Fountain second or can second? Well, see, fountain like Danielle depends where you go and their syrup to soda ratio there. Yeah. Sometimes huh. they mess it up. Sometimes it's watery. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's too much syrup. Sometimes it's flat. Sometimes there's not enough rum. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Cut me some slack here, huh? Really? I don't think the, uh, the rum and Coke is as popular a drink as it used to be. It used to be like the number one ordered drink. Uh, the, the like the Captain and Coke right. was like yeah, the number right? one order, but I don't think because because people don't consume soda as no. much anymore. I don't mm-hmm. think it's you know I don't what think, it is now. What vodka uh, soda oh, closet? Right, yeah, vodka soda. <laughs> vodka soda. That's oh, what yeah. I hear from everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even hear the splash of crayon anymore that much. No, you used to get vodka soda splash of crayon. Well, fruit juice they're saying is really bad for you now. Also, oh yeah, it's terrible. If you, it's, it's all sugar. It's, it's, yeah, if, if it's if, processed, it's, it's, tons of sugar in it. Especially yeah. cranberry yeah. juice because you drink it straight, right. like un unsweetened cranberry juice. Yeah. your face will melt off. What if What if you have a raging UTI? Yeah, I mean, gotta do then it. you should get some Bactrim because cranberry juice ain't gonna do it in, a, in an effective amount of time. What do you have? What if you have? What if you have in your period? If you have an oozing ETI, are you supposed to? If it's oozing, if it's oozing, it's probably like chlamydia. Yeah, just drink. Probably not a UTI. Oh, God. You get a whole other set of problems. You might need a probiotic, an antibiotic, an Mm -hmm. antifungal. Mm -hmm. need a lot of things. Uh, Here's a text that says, Savages, Coke and Coors Light are way better in the can. Agree. Also on the Coors Light, because my mom likes to drink Coors Light in a bottle. Yeah. Like if we go out for dinner, like to like a, you know, if we have like fried fish or something like that, or like a casual spot, or go to Santaps, she'll do a Coors Light in a bottle. But I think that the can. You think the can is Coors Light? Yeah. With with Coors Light only. Coors Light. Coors. I don't like people who say Coors. Coors. Like they're from there. Yeah. Coors. It's Coors. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me um, a beer. In a can? (laughs) Coors Light. Coslight. Let me get a Coslight. <laughs> Let me get a butt heavy. Silver bullet. <laughs> Your cigarette machine's out of order. Does anybody have 57 quarters? I need some cigarettes. Who still has a cigarette machine? There are places. I bet really? I bet people would. I mean, we're up against the clock. The show's ending now, but I'm sure people would text in now with, with places that still. It's. I mean, they're likely like, you know, VFWs oh. and stuff oh. like that, but there are places that still have pull cigarette machines, I, I would have those. to imagine. Uh, did you know there's a phone booth that still appears to be in working order on, really? on Mass Ave? Ugh. And it right? has the That's hand a- receiver still attached? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's wow. a Petri dish. It is, uh, and it has a smiley face. So I was always... There was some smiley... Uh, there, was, okay. there was some smiley face graffiti on it. No, it's it's right... You know where uh, Tower Records used to be? Yeah. yeah. Right, right across the street by the by the bus in station. Bus stop, really? Uh, there, there's a... Um, there's there's a uh, a payphone which oh, appears to works. be appears to be in working order. <laughs> hmm. 
Maybe I'll utilize that for my ruins contest somehow tomorrow morning. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> You're going to do some kind of viral content? <laughs> yes, I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, Danielle's right. We're up against the clock. We got to go. Um, Bruins tickets tomorrow morning. Going to give those away during the 7 o'clock hour. And still 5-0 tomorrow. And I think we're going to try to talk to Brick tomorrow. Yeah, I'm um, trying to get Brick on. All right. Andy Brickley from Nesson mm-hmm. talking about the game Monday night. Uh, trying to get Todd and Jilly on, too, the, the nice. anthem singer. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Can, can you tell your buddy Donnie Sweeney to ring somebody's phone over uh, at the of office course. to get him uh, to call me uh, back on I'm, that? I'm sure that uh, Dandy Don Sweeney is listening right now. All right. You need his permission? Is that what you want? That's what Todd, okay. Todd said he has to do it through okay. them, and All we're right. just waiting. Yeah, we'll get that going. You going to sing the anthem in the studio? Well, if we I ask nicely. Just, yeah. I don't want to change He takes anything. it very seriously. He knows whose shoes he was stepping into, so <laughs> he's a good guy. All right. Um, uh, if you missed anything this morning, then you can hear it as a part of the full show podcast, which you can download at waaf.com or from the radio.com app. And up next is the WAAF Workday Blitz, over an hour of non-stop rock, commercial-free. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.